Hi, beautiful people. Welcome to the Heal and Glow podcast, a place to discuss real everyday life, focusing on topics such as business life, health and wellness, spiritual health, mental health, and faith talks. A place to listen to positive and kind, encouraging words and inspirational stories. Leave each week with abundance and love and positive vibes. Thanks for listening. Peace, love, and glow. Erica. Hi, beautiful people. Happy Friday. Welcome back to my podcast, my podcast series called Chapter Next. I am so excited for all the feedback I got on the first episode. This was something very different for me, but I just felt like I had to walk um, obediently with God. And I'm just really excited that you guys are loving it. I love that you guys are reaching out to me, telling me your similar story. You're you're in a similar season, um, and that's kind of what this is. It's for us to go through this season together, and you know, share our ups and our downs, or for me to share my ups and my downs, and kind of show you what it's like when you're walking into a season that is for you, um, but you're guided by God because it's not easy to let go of that control, and. This week's uh, chapter next series episode is going to be called Confirmation. And I wanted to talk about this because this is actually really important. So we have desires of our own heart, but God has better plans for us. He has a specific plan for us if we allow him to work that plan out for us. Now, what happens is sometimes, you know, we have our own desires or we get impatient. So we take it upon ourselves and then, you know, we mess things up or we are successful, but we're not really fulfilled. And one thing I've realized lately is there's a lot of people, you know, who have money and in, in society's eyes have success, right? But they aren't necessarily fulfilled. They still feel like something's missing. And you can accidentally get into success. This is like a real thing. Um, but not be in your purpose, you know? So... A little example for me was back when I was 25, I landed a job. My friend was like, oh, I got the, we used to work together at this car dealership and I was kind of like overworking that. I had just graduated college, but I wanted a break from school. I didn't want to go get my master's. And my girl was like, hey, I can get you in as an admin. I'd be working in New York City. Like it would, I would be an admin assistant. I'd have to like get dressed up to go to work. I'd have my own cubicle the whole nine and I was like well I don't really like know how to do that and she's like don't worry about it she was like um you know I'll I'll help you I'll I'll be the one to train you you just have to get through the interview so I was like okay it was a salary my first ever salary job paid vacation days 401k health benefits like a real deal job it was like the epitome of success in my eyes and especially my parents eyes you know My dad always wanted me to have something with a 401k and health insurance, and I understand um, those things are important. So I ended up going through the interview, and I get the job, and I'm there for about a year, and I was, you know, doing really well. I was making like $60,000. This was like over 10 years ago, so like, you know, inflation wasn't that high. I had paid time off. I was, I was decent at my job. I wouldn't say I was, everybody loved me at my job, but I, my heart definitely was not in it. Like I procrastinated so much. I'm such a procrastinator. What I realized was I was happy because my parents were happy 
and that my dad would like brag about me like oh my daughter has this job and then he was so excited to take me off of his insurance and I had my own insurance and I was having a 401k and like all these great things and every day that I was there I was just like this is just not it for me like I hate this job I'm I know I was meant there to be there for a reason because I met the most amazing people that I'm still like cool with to this day and I don't regret that year that I was there. That year I traveled nine times and it was paid for because I had like a bunch of paid time off. But I just remember like every month leaving because I just had to escape. I just could not stay there. Like I just, I wanted out. I was not happy. Um, And that was something that I was doing to please somebody else. And it deems in the eye of my parents and my friends, I was successful you know I'm 25 I wanted to like start my life you know you just get out of college it took me a little bit longer to graduate college um so I was ready to like start my life and like be a big girl and like get dressed up and wear heels and be somewhat of importance and I was miserable I hated the job I remember like (laughs) I think it was on like the 34th floor and I was just like, what would just happen if I like, jumped out the window right now? Not like on anything suicidal because that's very serious. But like I used to just be like, I'm so bored. Like I would just stare out the window. Like, So I knew that wasn't for me. And I knew that I was starting to get that unfulfillment. And after a year, um, I was like, I have to get out. I have to get out of here. And that's kind of when I had like, I always call it my midlife crisis. I started at 25. I was there for about like almost two years and around 20, like 26, 27, I cried to my mom one day and I'll never forget that. And I've mentioned this before where I was just like, why don't I know what I want to do with my life? Like, why is everyone moving on but me? And I had mentioned this in the last podcast episode and I was just like, this is, this is not it for me, you know? And I decided to, again, change my momentum, change things up. And go back to school, but for esthetician. So back then I wasn't really close with God. I prayed. I prayed to get the job and he did. And that's one thing about God. You know, sometimes they say, be careful what you ask for. It really is true. Because sometimes we think we know what we want and God will be like, or the universe, whatever you believe in. Like, okay, you want that. You talk about it so much. Boom, I'm going to give it to you. And it's nothing that you thought it would be or nothing that you wanted. And... When I turned 27 and I went to school and after I graduated school and I just was like working at this job and I just saw what like I started to see like little glimpses of future possibilities. Like I worked for the like this female owned company. It was the first time I've ever worked for two females that owned a company that were actually successful that, you know, I saw the numbers that were coming in. They were making a million dollars a month running saunas, you know, and just saunas at that, you know, nothing else. Um, You know, they... We had a famous clientele. We were written up and, you know, we were on TV and I was like, wow, okay, so this is kind of cool. Like, this is definitely achievable for me. I had to see that. And that's when I really got in my Bible and I told myself, I'm going to give myself six months. And within those six months, I'm going to delete my Instagram. I know, sounds so crazy, right? Yes, I deleted it. (laughs) And funny enough, I remember um, I was like with somebody at the time and one of his friends was like, is your girl pregnant? And he was like, what? No. And she was like, oh, she deleted her Instagram. Um, So it's just funny that people think that because you delete your Instagram, you're going through a bad time when really it could just be a full, for me, it was a full hard reset and it actually propelled me to get to my purpose. 
because I had no distractions. So I told myself, I'm going to give myself six months. Um, I had started getting into podcasts and I heard about The Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod. I think that's his name. He also has a book. I suggest you read it. And he just basically talked about like how to start your morning. And he talked about like getting up in the morning before everybody's up, having that quiet time, meditation. For me, it's prayer, reading something that's going to stimulate your brain. For me, it's my devotionals, it's Bible, um, moving your body, having some type of exercise, uh, drinking water, journaling, which is so important, which I do all the time in the morning, writing down your thoughts, you know, and I make a do list for me and that really has been working for me. So as I started to read the Bible and really like for the first time, give God a real chance, he just started like confirming things and I would think I was like a little crazy because I'm like, wait a minute, like this sounds too aligned with what I'm, what I think I can achieve in my brain. I'm like, this sounds too perfect. Like what are the coincidence that I would read this verse about, you know, um, abundance or this verse about, you know, new beginnings or starting something new. And like, that's kind of what I was working on. And that's kind of when I learned what it, what the, you know, the Bible means or for the people who believe in the universe, you know, miracle signs and wonders. And I was like, okay, this is kind of aligning with what I see myself doing is God kind of speaking to me and God speaks, he confirms. And a lot of people were so busy throughout that day. We kind of miss those little signs and confirmation. So it's one thing to like slow down and really be in the present. And I just remember like, okay, I can do this. I can, I can open up my own business. I was working for these women for about two years now. I was killing it. I basically went as high as I can go. There was no room for growth. So I'm like, what is the next step for me? And I fell in love with holistic healing. I fell in love with infrared saunas, with anything that had to do with natural healing. And I said, God, is this something that I can do? Is it something that you see me doing? And that's kind of when that little like birth of like being a business owner started to like creep into my heart. And I had said this a million times before, I had never thought I wanted to be a business owner because I know how much work it is and how much sacrificing it is and how everything falls on you and how lonely it can be because, you know, if you don't have a partner, it's just you. And so I said, God, if this is something that's in your heart, I need you to confirm it for me because I'm, I don't, every time I would take a step out on my own without asking him for confirmation, I kept messing up or it wasn't what I thought it would be. It wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't, you know, making me happy. And at that time when I was being an admin, I had everything. I was driving a brand, a brand new Lexus. You know, I went to Africa. I went to Paris. Everything that was on my vision board. I went to, uh, you know, Puerto Rico. I don't even remember. Florida, Miami. Like, I went to everywhere. Like, to be able to travel nine times in a year and still get money coming in is a huge blessing. Don't get me wrong. And it was because of that job that I can afford all those things. But what I realized was I was kind of running from the job. And I remember I had a couple of women friends because it was a, I worked for an insurance company and they were dominantly, you know, men. And some of my closest women friends were a lot older than me. I was 25. They were in their 40s already, 40s, 60s. And I would ask them, I'm like, how did you end up here? Like, it's a very dominant male. Like, And one lady was like, one of my friends, Trish, she was like, you know, I actually went to school for hair. I love hair. But... I got married, we had a kid, she was like, we bought a house, and I had to pay bills, and that just wasn't going to pay the bills, and, 
you know, so she was like, um, I started, I think she said she started like in the mail room or receptionist and she kind of moved her way up. And what happened was the money just got so good for her. She was making over six figures, you know? And one thing that I didn't want to happen to me was I didn't want to get comfortable. Like, so we got a 3% raise every year and we got a yearly bonus. So even me just doing the bare minimum, I was still going to start making more money. And then if I was actually giving 100%, I probably could have asked for tens of thousands of bonuses. My friend who got me the job was making $100,000 a year. You know, as an executive admin, she worked for two men, but I saw what that was doing to her. You know, she worked nonstop. She had children that were being neglected. Her husband was being neglected, you know, and she was she was making the majority of the money. So, like... She had to pay the bills, you know, and she wanted to provide and she didn't do anything wrong. She just wanted to provide for her children, you know, but I saw what it was doing to her, her mental, like her body. And I was like, I don't want this. Like, why do, why should, I don't want to live a life like this. We only have one life and I don't want that. I want to be fulfilled. I want to be happy in whatever I do. And I would always hear the famous quote that you always hear, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I was just like, that is so unattainable. That's such a lie. Because the atmosphere that I was in, that I was surrounded with, was everybody was making money, but everybody was miserable. So I didn't see, I didn't know anybody who actually was doing something that they loved, especially a woman at that point, because there was only a handful of us women in that office and they were deemed successful, but you know, none of them were really truly happy. And so I was like, there has to be more to life. But so me taking that job, you know, God used it for the good because I made amazing connections out of there. I've definitely learned. It was definitely part of my training. And um, I also learned what I didn't like. I just learned that I hate admin work. I hate computer work. I hate sitting behind a desk. I am someone who is an extrovert. I am a social butterfly. I need to, um, you know have conversations with people. I need to interact with people. And sitting behind a cubicle all day at nine to five was not helping me. I was getting depressed because I was kind of just sitting there and like everybody was busy working because it was so busy. And I'm like, okay, so like, what do I do now? And like, I didn't have that much on my plate. So like, it wasn't keeping me so busy like everybody else. But then I also felt bad complaining because I'm like, this is kind of a sweet gig. Like I can do the bare minimum and make this money. And you know, so I just knew that that wasn't for me, so I'm glad. And the Bible says that God will take the good um, that our, you know, the bad and turn it for his good. And you guys know I've been in my Bible and I just finished the book of Genesis, which it was amazing. I highly recommend you should read it. And there's a story about Joseph. And Joseph, um, quick backstory on him. He was sold into slavery by his brothers. He was his father's favorite. And they got jealous, so they wanted to kill him. And then they ended up selling him into slavery. Because one of the brothers was like, no, I don't want that guilt of me killing my brother, you know, um, on me. So he ends up being a slave, and he goes to a foreign land of Egypt. But God had favor on him. And he, like, he watched over Joseph the whole time that he was there. And even though he was in the prison for, you know... 13 years or however long it was he kind of ran the prison god gave him you know um authority to run the prison the guard loved him and he was like listen like you can do whatever you want you know i'll I'll let you run the prison and then he found favor because he was able to interpret dreams with pharaoh and then when pharaoh found the favor in him the way that he uh 
ended up, you know, uh, thanking him was making him his right-hand man. And, you know, so something that started off so terrible that most people would be mad, he had this amazing attitude and was like, you know what, I'm going to do better. And I feel like that's, I, I definitely am a Joseph because I like to see the positive and everything. I like to change my mindset. Even in the worst, you know, times I want to see the positive in it. So, sorry, I'm just trying to find it in my Bible. I don't know where it is. Okay. So long story short, um, his brothers who sold him into slavery, they go through a famine and now they need to get food. And guess who's the person that they have to buy the food from? The only person that has the food is Joseph. And, you know, Joseph, you know, he's a man, he's human. He tormented them a little bit, you know, because they didn't even recognize who he was. But when he found out that his father was alive, he brought his whole family and their children and their grandchildren and told them to come live on this land of that was in abundance, that they can have whatever they want. They don't have to worry about food ever again. And when the brother said, please forgive us, you know, for us sending you here, he said, you didn't send me here. He said, God sent me here. He said, God sent me here so that I can save your life later down the life and be able to provide and have favor. And God will use the bad into something good always. It's just changing our mindset to see that. And so it says, so and often in our lives, Satan, th Satan thinks he is doing some terrible thing to bring about our destruction. And yet God has another plan entirely. He intends to take what Satan means for our harm and work it not only for our good, but for the good to the many to whom we will minister. And so when you are in a life, you know, and then you're ready to make this change, right? So last week we talked about, you know, what is the first step of chapter next? What is the first step of changing your life? Is it admitting that you want change? Is it, you know, um, taking a faith action? Is it quitting the job? Or is it, you know, um, researching where you're going to move next to or researching how to open up the business or buying something in a faith action saying that you're going to do something for yourself, right? So the next thing you want to know that is so important though is you want that confirmation from God. Because when you do stuff out of God, he can turn it for good, yes, like the Bible says, but sometimes when we make that own decision, there's consequences to that. So can he use it for good? Sure. Will it delay our blessing? Absolutely. Or in another instance, like Saul, Saul was another king in the Bible who had God's favor. He was one of the richest kings ever in the Bible. And there were coming to attack his land. And God said, don't worry about it. I'm going to save you. But um, he wanted him to wait for Samuel to make the sacrifice. But Saul got let his anxiety get the best of him. And he didn't trust God. So he did the sacrifice without Samuel. And Samuel had came about like two minutes later. And was like, what did you do? You disobeyed God. And since he didn't obey God... Um, you know, he suffered. He lost everything. He wasn't king anymore and God appointed somebody else as king. So there are consequences when we move on our own, you know, and God is such an amazing God that he wants us to see the best. And when you surround yourself in the right atmosphere, this is also very, very important. And you have that, that miracle morning and you start listening to things that are uplifting and positive and you start listening to affirmations and you start listening to other people's success stories, and you start listening to, you know, you start reading success stories, reading positive things, you are now telling your brain that this is very much achievable for myself. A lot of people think that they can't have that success, that they can't love what they do every single day. And I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. You just need to make sure you're in alignment with that. 
sometimes people chase money because, you know, unfortunately we need money to survive and we get so money hungry that we forget about fulfilling our purpose, but that's never going to work out. You know, um, I hate to use these examples, but look at somebody like Twitch, you know, who passed away, I think it was last year, beginning of this year. He had everything. He had, he went from the streets to having fame. He had riches. He had security. He had a family. He had children. He had a loving wife. He had fame. He was working on projects and that still wasn't enough for him, that he took his own life. And you don't want to be that person that, that misses out on their purpose because I can tell you right now, even though I'm not, I'm living in one of my purposes, but God has many for me. It is fulfilling. Like when I go to work on Thursdays, I work 11 to nine, sometimes even earlier. So I don't even know how many hours is that? That's what 10 hours. That's a 10 hour day, right? Granted, I only work one and a half days, but if you were to tell me to work a 10 hour day at my admin job, I would have been miserable the whole day. When I tell you the day flies, there's times that I don't even eat at work when I'm working on Thursdays because it's just back to back and I'm engaging with you guys and having these amazing conversations and we're being positive and uplifting and encouraging. I feel so fulfilled. I feel so happy that I get to be there, that I get to to do that, that I get to talk to you guys, um, you know, and I feel gracious. I feel... If I had to do this for the rest of my life, it does not feel like work. Like, it just really doesn't. Like, I set the environment of a calm environment. Like, I feel so beyond blessed. And I still feel fulfilled, but I know God is now calling me to more. And that's kind of why I need to take chapter next. I started chapter next because I'm like, okay, God, you're calling me to more. What's up? So, anyway. Back to confirmation. So before I, um, I started healing glow, I would ask God for confirmation all the time because I already knew what it was like to be have somewhat of a success but not be fulfilled. So when I decided that I wanted to do this, I wanted to make sure that I was stepping out. I wanted to make sure that I was going to be happy. I wanted to make sure that he was going to provide for me. So when he first gave me the name healing glow, I prayed on it. And it was during that six-month social media break and I was just really in my, in my Bible, in my word, in my my health and wellness, starting my, you know, morning routine and all that. And I never felt better. And I was like, okay, God, I don't know what this means, but I'm just going to trust you on this. So, you know, little by little, he would send me confirmation. And everyone always asked like, oh, how did you, you know, start the business? And I would say, um, you know, how did I find the spot? And I was like, that was by God. It was an alignment. So how I found Healing Glow. So when I first decided to to start for the business. Let me just give you a full rundown because it's a kind of a crazy story. I, it was January, 2020 and I felt like, okay, I've had enough at my job. I was getting tired of being there. I didn't want to be there anymore. I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. I said, I'm going to start looking for places. So I started to look, I had a realtor and I started to look for places. I saw about two places. I found one that I did like. I forced myself to love it because I thought it was going to be for me. I didn't love it. And it was plain. It was, you know, doable. It was smaller, way smaller than what I have now. Um, there was no shower. It was going to be tight, but it was definitely workable. And what I really loved about it was, is that um, the price was right. It was like $1,500 a month for rent. And I'm like, if anything, and I don't make enough money, I wasn't trusting in myself, I can work a side job. That's easy to attain 1500 Long story short, the realtor, um, I'm sorry, the landlord was just not trying to give me the space. He didn't want me to do any um, 
construction because I asked if I wanted to put in a shower. And he said, absolutely not. He didn't even live in the state. He sounded like an old man. I think, you know, he just wasn't feeling it. He didn't want me to be there. So I was like, okay, you know what? It's just not meant to be. And I kind of let it go. And I said, you know what? I don't want to look anymore because I was kind of like defeated. I said, my birthday's in the summer. My birthday is next week. And let me enjoy this one more last summer because I know when I open up a business, I know the sacrifice I'm going to have to make. I know that I'm going to have to work every single day. I know that I'm not going to be able to take a vacation. I know that I'm not going to have money for any of that. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll go off that. Two months later, COVID hits. The whole world shuts down. When I was looking at the first time for the space, um, I had $0 saved. I was going to take out a loan. I didn't care. One thing about me is when I loved what I'm determined, I'll do whatever it takes to get it done. So I didn't care about taking out a loan, whatever. I, I had um, a business plan made up. I paid someone to make a business plan for me. Fine. COVID hits. I get fired from my job, just like many of us did. I start saving money. That was like the biggest blessing. I saved $15,000, which was absolutely amazing. It was probably the most money I'd ever saved because even when I was in my deemed successful and I was making all that money, right, that $60,000 a year, I was blowing the money. I wasn't saving it. So... I was not being smart with my money because I was trying to look for vacations and material things to fulfill that void that I had. So this was the first time I had ever really saved any money. And so I was really proud of myself. And I'm still proud of myself for that. And I feel like God was getting me ready. And then June comes, and that was the first time you can open up uh, hair salons, nail salons. And I went to a birthday party with one of my exes. It was a child's birthday party. We don't have children. And it was his best friend's birthday party. And the first girl that I met at the birthday party, we just start talking. And she's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, I was looking to open up a business. But, you know, COVID. But that's kind of something that I'm about to start doing again. And she's like, oh, what kind of business? And I'm like, a spa. And I'm like, infrared saunas. And I'm like, I know you probably don't know what that is. And she's like, no, I know what that is. She's like, my mom has a spa. And my mom has infrared saunas. And she's like, she's actually looking to sell her business. Are you interested? And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah. And she's like, it's in Cranford, New Jersey, which was the town that I wanted to be in from the very, very, very beginning. The town that I saw the other store was in Garwood, which was the town next door. And I felt like, okay, I'm like, that's fine. I'm like, it's close enough. Like, I, I again, I doubted God and I doubted myself. So I'm like, what? She wants to sell the business. She's like, yeah. She's like, you could take a look at it. So she gives me the name of the business right after that party. This is the first time I ever met her. I literally make my boyfriend at the time drive me after the party. I'm like, we have to go see this business. I see it from the outside. I just feel this feeling. I get like giddy. I'm like, oh my God, this is beautiful. How am I ever going to afford this? And then I tell her like, hey, can I come by and see? Because they were closed. So they take me and they let me walk through the whole place. And when I made um, a t- like a list of what I wanted my space to look like, this had eight out of the 10 things. First off, it had the exact saunas that I had on hold because when I I was going to get a place, I put a deposit on the saunas because when COVID hit, they are made in China, they were on back order for like six months to a year. So they're like, we'll put you on a, on a waiting list. You have to give a $1,000 deposit. I'm like, okay, cool. And I did that as a faith action that I am going to own a business. Like, let me put this on hold. When I'm ready, I'll let them know to ship it. But I was also on a waiting list. And so that happened. And then... When I walked in, it was the same exact brand of the saunas that I had been working with for the past two years that were already on hold. Um, the barn doors that I wanted. I wanted a waiting area. It had swinging seats. That was literally on my list of what I wanted. 
And I'm like, this is confirmation. This is so crazy. I went back to the book and I'm like, okay, God, I see you're confirming these little things. Um, it had a backyard. It just, it had a shower. Everything was brand new. Everything was, they were open less than six months. Brand new construction, brand new AC, brand new shower. Another funny part was there was a um, two extra rooms and I do facials. I was like, I would love to have a room to do facials. And one of the rooms had this tile. And when me and my ex were like looking for paint colors, I was just, you know, doing that faith action. We saw these tiles in Home Depot and he's like, these are really nice tiles. I'm like, they're so expensive. It was like $15 per tile. I'm like, there's no way I can afford that. And then we go into the space and literally guess what tiles were in the facial room. Those same exact tiles that he picked out. They had the same exact taste. I had chandeliers that was on my list. Like everything to a T was on the list. And I was like, I still can't believe it. And so, um, after that was on the list or whatever, I was like, okay, God, you're confirming, but I'm still not a hundred percent sure. So we had a talk and we had to talk about, um, you know, negotiations cause they wanted to sell the business and they were going to sell me with the infrared saunas, with the chairs, with the chandeliers. There was some other furniture and stuff that I didn't want, but like basically, uh, they call it, um, turnkey. It was turnkey business. All I had to do for me was like redecorate because I just didn't like the decorations that they had in the business. So I prayed on it. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to do this. God, you got to, you know, work your magic. And then I remember asking him for a sign and I said, you know, God, if this is something, because the only other thing was as we were doing paperwork, um, the amount of money that I wanted to spend on rent, this was like more than that. And I was like, God, I don't, how am I going to provide for this? This is just too much. Like, how am I supposed to provide for this? So I, um, so whatever. So I pray to God and I asked for a sign. I said, God, if this is for me, I want to see, um, I said a silver cross and I said, then I will know that this is from you. I don't want to get excited. I don't want to sign any paperwork until I know that I know that I know that this is from you. So a couple of days go by, um, we're talking in negotiations. I submit an offer that's like more than half than what they're asking for. I'm like, there's just no way that I can afford to pay what you're asking for. I'm like, and if this is not meant for me, I'm not going to sweat it. God's going to have something better for me. But this was like made for me. Literally, he had every single thing, like everything that I wanted plus more. And so I told God, you know what? If this is for me, you're going to make, you're going to make it happen. And then I got a little anxious because I haven't heard from him. So I decided to take it upon myself. And if you guys know Hobby Lobby, love that store. They're a Christian uh, decor store, if you don't know. I went and I looked and they have a whole um, a row of crosses. So I tried to look for a silver cross myself and make that happen. And then I didn't find a silver cross. I found gold, blue, pink. I found every color but silver. So I was like, okay, you know what? It's not for me. I'm not going to get my hopes up. A couple days later, we're driving in the car. We're going to go eat. And I'm sitting in the back seat of a car, of my boyfriend at the time's car. And I just happen to look over. He's having a conversation with his cousin in the front seat. I'm just in my own world. And I happen to look over. And on the back of a dump truck, it says, in God we trust with a silver cross. And I said, okay, God, I know it's for me. I know this is mine now. And shortly after, the deal went through. We started working on the deal. I got my keys I saw the space the last day of June. Uh, we negotiated July. I got the keys September 1st, which was good because they wanted to do August, but I said no because I wanted a little more month to like, save a little extra money. And it was my birthday and I wanted to enjoy my birthday. I said, we can go for it for September. And it was funny because 
as I was in my word and God had gave me the name Heal and Glow and I wrote that down like what does this even mean I didn't know what it was that it was going to be what it was what it is now and in January he told me six months and I'm like six months what does six months mean and one thing about God or the universe they love to give you small subtle hints and signs and this is why you have to have you know, not be distracted, spend quiet time so you can hear from God or the universe, you know, be present in the moment. I'm like, what does he mean by six months? Like, what does that mean? All he said was six months. And I was like, what the heck does he mean by six months? I have no idea what he means by six months. So anyway, so that happens. And um, I'm thinking when, when March had came and COVID hit, I was like, oh, six months means that, you know, the world is going to be healed in, in, in three months. Like, that's what I'm thinking. That's June. That's what I was thinking. That's what I thought it was. And God was like, no, Erica, that's not what it is. The day that I met the girl that we spoke about the space and I went to go see the space for the first time was the last day of June, June 30th. And that's what he meant by six months. And I was like mind blown. So this is why it's important to get that confirmation because this is also how you can distinct if this is a desire that you're just desiring for the wrong reasons or this is really your purpose. When you're walking in your purpose, there will be so many signs and alignments that will keep confirming that this is your purpose, right? And don't be like me and take something into your own hand and try to force it because that will never work out. But there will be alignment in that. He will keep sending um little signs someone will tell you something there are so many times that people are like you know I could see you doing this and I'm like wow and I would tell them like oh my god you're a confirmation for me well that's when you start to get a line in your purpose right and so you don't want to do anything that's not gonna that's gonna you don't want to do anything that's not gonna get you there you don't want to rush the process do not do not do not do not do not rush it do not rush timing do not rush getting the confirmation just continue to believe continue to do things that you can do continue to say your affirmations continue to do your research for whatever it is that you want continue to have that positive mindset continue to feed your brain you know positive um things and and words and and stories so for me one thing that kind of like really helps me as I was going along through this process because I was like well how can I be the first female business owner in my family can I really do this I started reading a lot of books of successful women so like one of the books that really really I highly recommend um reading that really helped me was the Magnolia story so I don't know if you guys know Chip and Joanna Gaines she um you know, started this whole Magnolia store, this decor store, and now they have their own network and they have their own show. And it was so inspiring. She's also a Christian. And this is what you need to do in the meantime. This is how you do it until God starts sending. And he will, or the universe will start sending confirmation if you're aligned in your purpose. Um, But do not rush it. Do not try to manipulate it. If you try, it will not work. I can promise you that. Anyway, it doesn't even, it won't work even if you try to do it. So this is really important. And I want you to, as the next step is to don't be afraid to ask God, the universe for confirmation. You have an idea. Amazing. Write it down. Think about it. Meditate on it. Pray about it. Ask God, God, if this is for me, I need you to send me some type of sign and be specific in the Bible. There's a story about Gideon and Gideon had very little faith because God had called him to do something very mighty. He told me he was going to take over the land 
of abundance, right? And Gideon was like, me? Like, there's no way. So he was nervous and he asked God and he tested God. And he said, God, if this is for me, he said, and I know that you are telling me the truth, that this is really something you want me to do. He said, in the morning, I'm going to put a blanket on the floor, a fleece, and I want the whole, um, and you know, in the morning there gets like the, it gets dewy, get the, the floor gets wet on grass. He's like, I want you to have the whole floor be dewy, but the fleece be completely dry. And then he went to sleep and when he woke up, God did it. It was so specific that he knew that it was from God, but he still was like, okay, this is, could be a coincidence. Let me try one more time. So he switched it. He said, God, if this is really what you want me to do for me, he said, soak the blanket this time and let the whole floor be dry and that's exactly what he did and he did it twice and he's like okay i know this is from you so don't be afraid to ask god for a sign me i asked for a silver cross some people asked to see butterflies some people asked to see something be specific one of my homegirls um she's walking into her purpose as well and we were talking and we became really close and she was like i asked god to see lime green like a crazy color Boom, God showed her lime green like five times in a row. The most random things, a garbage a garbage can, like just random things as she was driving. I have been confirmation for somebody before. Once somebody was like, oh, I asked God for this. And she was like, I want to see cheetah. And I was doing like one of my stories. And she was like, Erica, you were wearing your cheetah sweatshirt, your cheetah jacket. And I think I had a cheetah backpack. Like I was really confirmation. So you don't want to take a move without asking God or the universe for that confirmation because you because you don't want to take the wrong step or or delay the blessing so that's really important and I say this because last week I was obedient with God and God said to start this um, series my me and my life coach were talking about this and she said to start the series and she was the one that kind of gave me the idea and again it's out of my comfort zone for me so I was like okay I'll I'm, I'll start it that's fine I don't even know what I'm gonna say like God give me the words and it was crazy because after I posted it some one of my amazing clients literally said I felt like God was speaking through me through you which is exactly what I prayed right before I started this I always pray before the podcast I said God use your words not mine she didn't know that we don't speak on a regular basis like that and I just had my quiet time with him and I pray that I'm like wow you literally confirmed this in seconds like within minutes like this is so crazy and said, I said, okay, I know this is right. And then all the feedback I got. And when I was talking to my life coach and she said to get in position, right? So get in position for me was starting the series, putting myself out there, telling you guys what is this next next chapter for me, what I'm going through. She said, don't be surprised if in the next two weeks because we meet bi-weekly, um, if things start happening and happening rapidly. And she's like, whether that's you getting a gig to be a motivational speaker or it's abundance and money or it's, you know, um, whatever she said, the sp- a spiritual confirmation, which is exactly what happened. And she was like, don't be surprised because that's going to start to happen. And I was like, wow, okay. And I just didn't think anything of it. I was like, okay, I'm just being obedient. And he kept showing me confirmation and confirmation and he showed me that I was going to be fruitful and you know this is a slow season for me and and one day I made x amount of money I hadn't made that money in months you know or since you know before that and I'm like wow okay so things are flowing things are moving I'm on the right track and then I go to a prophetic church I've been going to um this prophetic church since before COVID somebody put me on I go twice a year I absolutely love them disclaimer it is not a horoscope you cannot ask questions it is not you're gonna go and find out if you're getting married there's no dates they basically tell you what they see from the lord 
They give you scripture to meditate on and it can be for either the season you're in or any season. So when I first started going to them, um, I had just started like really getting back into God and they told me, oh, we see you as um, Mary. You're at, you're at Jesus' feet and you're, you're just, you're one with him. And I was in that moment. I was so listening to a preaching every day, praying every day, reading my word. I was so connected to him. And I was like, wow, okay, that's awesome. They're like, keep doing that because he's going to download instructions. I'm like, instructions for what? What the heck are they talking about? This is way before I even thought I would ever be a business owner. And then I went again. And they had told me, um, oh, I see you as magna cum laude. And I'm like, what? Magna cum laude? What are you? And they're like, you're the highest of the highs. There's nobody above you. And I'm like, what the heck are they talking about? What does that even mean? What is what are they saying? Because I'm again, I didn't even think about being a business owner. They were speaking prophetics over me for future seasons. And then these things started coming to light. And I was like, oh my God, God was speaking to me this whole time. And I would meditate and I would record and I would go back on it. And um they allow you to record. So um, you can only go twice a year. So I, last time I went was in December and I said I was supposed to go in June, but I kept holding off. I'm like, you know what? I want to go this year before my birthday. I'm about to be 34. I would love to do it before my birthday. So I took my fitness trainer with me and it was her first time. And I was like, listen, you have to be open to it. It could be for the season for now, just record it. And when I tell you this man spoke confirmation, okay, mind you, remember, I just posted my um my new series last week okay we decided to go to the prophetic church i am gonna have you listen to what this man said over me okay i'm gonna play it for you right now give me one second because it's gonna blow your mind because it literally blew my mind they know nothing about you they just ask your name um and that's it they don't know anything else about you though um okay where are my memos okay all right, are you guys ready? Because I'm about to play it. A bunch of women. And actually, you're on the pulpit. You're on the pulpit. And you're leading a Bible study. You're actually teaching a Bible study. Them and you're feeding them, and 
you know, you're helping them, you're nurturing them, you're strengthening them, you're, you're showing compassion. These are the things that, you know, we as, as children of Christ should show to those that are not believers. And you exemplify that through your walk. So thank you. So I don't know if you could hear it fully. I hope it comes out on audio. But basically what the guy was saying was that he saw me on a pulpit teaching the Bible that women flock to me because they want to get to know God and that I nourish them and I encourage them. And he said that um, I go without judgment. I think that's why women, you know, are, are seeking me out. And he said, I'm like a lighthouse calling in the ships. And again, I had just released this episode last week. This is not even, a, this is a little bit over a week later and God is confirming and I was also crying so you probably heard me sniffling because I'm like, God is just so good that he's telling me that I'm on the right path. This is it. Now, how long will it take me to get there? I don't know. Will it take me three months? Will it take me a year? Will it take me five years? I don't know, but I just know that I'm on my right path and this is why I can still work and still be consistent in the work that I'm doing and still film these podcasts and move and and see how God wants me to move. And I encourage you that anything that you have that's your desire that God put in your heart, ask for confirmation. I can't wait to hear the stories about when you people tell me um, that there is going to be your confirmation. This is going to be amazing. This is going to be, it's going to blow your mind just like it blew my mind. And this is why I think the next step is confirmation because you want, you need that little bit of confirmation as, as, every step that you take and God only shows you one step at a time. So don't be afraid to keep asking for confirmation. Don't be afraid to keep, um, you know, talking to God, be specific about the confirmation, be specific. I'm at a walk in my life where I don't need to be specific anymore because as you mature in faith, you just, you have that relationship with God where you trust him. But in the beginning when I had healing glow, I was asking every other week, God, please show me, make sure I'm on the right path. Like I did not want to mess up and I encourage you guys to ask that. And now God sends me so many confirmations without me even asking anymore. The client who set, um, who reached out to me after the first epi- right after the first episode dropped, this man who spoke life over me and told me what God was saying, that was his that was God's words through him. Like it was just so amazing. So I encourage you guys so much to the ones that are on this journey with me, take that first step. Start talking to God about it, you know, every day asking God, confirm it, show me a sign, but be open to it. Make sure that you have time to spend with him. Make sure you have time to hear him talk. Make sure that anything you do is intentional. Even when I scroll on Instagram, if you look at my explore page, it's so much godly stuff because that's what I search for. There have been so many times he's confirmed through Instagram quotes. There are so many times he confirmed through TikTok. Oh my God. TikTok has been has confirmed one of my blessings that I'm now living in right now for five months I was waiting on an answer and there were so many people that were it was aligning well you know it just has to be intentional be intentional with what you're looking for so thank you guys for listening to this podcast welcome to the second series uh second episode I should say chapter next confirmation I can't wait to hear your stories in the next week about your confirmation that God the universe has been showing you um it's Go time, baby, as he's been telling me. Let's start walking in our purpose. We have less than six months left of this year. We can be a totally different position. We can be fulfilled in our purpose, fulfilled in abundance, fulfilled in prosperity, fulfilled in joyfulness, fulfilled in peace if we just start the work now. 
Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you guys for being on this journey with me so, 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 so much. I appreciate all of you. Have an amazing weekend. Have amazing blessings. I can't wait to see what God is going to happen next week because he's been blowing my mind. So who's, who knows what's going to happen in a week from now. I meet with my life coach on Thursday, the day after my birthday. I'm so excited to tell her everything that's been happening. I can't wait for her to encourage me and, you know, speak life over me and give me new direction. And this is what it's all about, having a life coach and a mentor, helping each other along to get to that purpose. And I am still taking clients for life purpose. So if this is something, uh, life coaching, so if this is something you're interested in, send me a message on my Heal and Glow Instagram. And that's at H-E-A-L, the letter N-G-L-O-W-C-O. Thank you guys so much. Have a blessed and amazing weekend and week. And as always, peace, love, and glow, Erica.